0: hey everybody welcome to retail nightmares my name is alicia tobin i'm here with my co-ghost jessica delisle Uh, uh. (laughs) and we have a very special guest for you tonight actor improviser Corn concert attendee
1: lauren mcgibbon <laughs> hello hello welcome <laughs>
0: thanks for having me welcome to the big green couch i love it isn't it beautiful it really is
1: thanks guys it cost 60 dollars so gorgeous what? like 11 years ago
0: <laughs> so what do you think it's worth in today's dollars
1: negative 60 <laughs>
0: Oh, it's a beautiful vintage couch.
1: Actually, it was cheaper than $60 because I went to go buy it and then I realized I didn't have that much money in my bank account. And it was, <laughs> uh, this is when I was 18. Oh, wow. And they told me this because it was from Valley Village. They told me if you make a donation, we'll give you a coupon for 20% off. So even cheaper.
2: So great. Yeah. I've never heard of someone like haggling out of necessity.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't need a deal. It's usually not the people that need deals that are asking for them. A common theme on our podcast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sadly.
0: <laughs> so, Lauren, yeah. you've, you've been to see corn.
2: I've been to see corn. <laughs> when corn was popular, it coincided with the release of X Men 2, <laughs> I believe, X Men Unite. Was the subtitle? <laughs> um, I was in high school, and my sister and my friend and I took the bus and the Sky Train and went to Tinseltown, and Aww. we had missed the seven thirty show. So we bought tickets for like the later show. We're like, we got this time to kill. uh Let's let's go take in the sights. So we were walking, <laughs> in the worst part of town. Yeah. <laughs> so we we're walking. Past Rogers Arena, and a uh, guy and his girlfriend were walking by us, and they're like, "Hey, you guys want to go see Corn Five Dollars?" Because he was a scalper, <laughs> and he informed us he had had a very good night, and the concert had started, and so he just wanted to go home and enjoy the night. So we went corn free, corn free. <laughs> so for five dollars, we went in, um, and. Listen to corn, and then my sister was like, Hey, the movie's starting in 10 minutes. So <laughs> after 20 minutes, we left and watched The X-Men. That's
0: quite a night. Yeah. And to be able to say that you've seen corn, I'm assuming that they are no longer a band. I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. I wish I was a dad so I could make a bunch of corn jokes that are kind of popping into my mind. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> yes!
1: <laughs>
2: Shit,
1: I still got it! <laughs> maybe you are a dad <laughs> maybe i am a dad and i don't know that i'm a dad
2: i think you I... just outed yourself oh, i don't understand what, it's restricted. Like, what what would mom jokes be like
1: moms don't have time moms to are joke. just too tired and yeah. sad all the time
2: <laughs> if
0: you're my mom they're just counting broken dreams yeah yeah
1: they're just uh falling asleep to the afternoon movie on channel 12 every weekend <laughs> law and order this is a good episode, Alicia.
2: <laughs> oh, I've seen this one. That's what my mom always yeah. says. But she says about modern family because she doesn't like darkness or sad things. Oh uh, so that she's must like, be nice. Oh, this this is a good one. This is
0: Modern Family seems like a you know show I could sit through with my parents who for are divorced sure. for a long time. So my dad separately and my mom separately because the dad will never be in the same room again together. Um What's your favorite? Because show? a modern family? Yeah. So mo- so modern. <laughs> bazinga (laughs) shit yeah is that from that show the way i I watch law and order with my mom that's like something we would do for hours a day and true crime shows what's really our thing and then with my dad he really likes that what's that bbc one that everyone loves the one with all the beautiful people uh that are rich
2: Mm. downton abbey yeah
0: they like that my stepmom and my real dad like that and uh, my dad loves nature shows but I don't really like nature shows, but I'll watch them with him and I'll also watch sports with him because he explains to me how sports work and I kind of like it.
2: I think we have the same dad because like, <laughs> you just you listed all the hits. Your dad's name is Mike? Uh, he's Alex. Okay, not the same dad. No, okay. But like similar hits. He loves Downton Abbey. Um, he loves disaster nature shows. Oh, so when they talk about like how the planet exploding every few million years, <laughs> right, really grind because this gas flowing and then <laughs> uh, <laughs> sports is a big one and then top gear
0: oh my dad loves top gear top gear is yeah I, bu- I like there's top gear books and there's one that's always sold out on amazon and that's always the gift i want to get him for his birthday yeah
2: i,
1: I always confuse top gear with metal gear solid I, what's metal gear solid it's a uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a, a japanese video game yeah where you uh do hmm. they sometimes say things that are racist against mexicans i don't think so mm, it's not the
0: same oh okay. it sounds really similar
1: <laughs> I, I hope have. if they don't, because Jay's just been playing it nonstop. Well, if he starts saying things, playing yeah, no. the video game. Jay usually doesn't speak. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's not been on the podcast. We would love to have Jay as a guest. He's going to be on on episode 69 and episode 420. So Whoa. I've got him booked. Perfect.
0: Don't worry.
2: Perfect. All the gag dates. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so besides being an accomplished performer, you've also had plenty of jobs. Mm-hmm in customer service. Yes. I know that uh, when we met you were a server.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I oh, I this is retail nightmares, which is much more interesting because I feel like the restaurant industry is just one long living nightmare. Yeah. That never ends because mm-hmm. people are hungry. And the point. hungry is uncomfortable. It's ugly. And so nobody is happy when they walk in. Like nobody. Or they're there for a date. So they're stressed out. Or they're there for business. So they're stressed out. Okay. Or they're by themselves. Those are none they're... of the
0: reasons I'm ever out.
2: I yeah. <laughs> 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 none of the reasons I was ever out too. This is just like how other people live. These I are normal people. <laughs> right. Yeah. So nobody in the building is ever happy. Like the cooks are never happy because they're hot. And they're always mad at the servers because we don't understand them. And we're always mad at them because they don't understand us. And the manager, something is always broken. The manager is... The system. The system. <laughs> that is what's broken. Yeah, totally. The manager never wanted to be a restaurant manager. So, like, that that's just chip on his shoulder. What do you and, think was the going dream for the average
0: manager of a uh, restaurant? Writer, for sure. Oh, that's... Wow.
2: Writer. That would be really tough. Yeah. There was only one success story. <laughs> the odds are not in our favor. <laughs> no, I, I served from eighteen to just, just thirty-two, and only once did a manager successfully make the leap to food critic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so yeah, that's quite a leap. Yeah, so he he did it. He did it all on his own. He started a blog, and he, the blog got picked up by I think one of the local newspapers and then he started This hot dog tastes cook. delicious. Yeah. <laughs> five stars.
1: Five stars. Delicious hot, hot dog. dogs out of five hot dogs. <laughs> He's <laughs>
2: dipping it into mayonnaise.
1: <laughs> oh, I had mayonnaise on a hot dog. So good. For Easter dinner. <laughs> I went I, to a hot dog restaurant.
2: I just entered a mayo phase in my life before. It was like Congratulations. gross never. But then I don't know what happened. What happened to the mayonnaise? Shift? Was it like
0: a Oh, Japanese mayonnaise is so great because so it comes good. in that baby bottle oh, thing. I
2: know. And it's, it says good for ages 0
1: to 100. I was <laughs> like, yes. I always thought it was gross too. Yeah. Because I just associated it with my grandma and like Miracle Whip. Or, mm, is right? that what it's
0: called? It is Miracle Whip. And when I was growing up, we had American cheese slices and Miracle Whip in the fridge. My
1: grandma too. And I thought she was so cool. And then I was like, why is this cheese sticking to the roof of my
0: mouth? We used to give one slice to the dog and one slice to us. One slice to the dog, one slice to us.
1: Never got in trouble because it didn't cost anything. Yeah. And it's not made from any real dairy products. Yeah. It's just made from, like, dreams of a cow's fart or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those that foods that people were sold as a good and healthy option, which is definitely not true. Yeah. yeah.
2: I remember when that happened a lot uh, I grew up kind of eighties, nineties, and yeah. a lot of things were sold to us that were terrible for like you, like Nutri-Grain bars and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, my lunch consisted mainly of sugar, like, Lunchables. Yeah, those Lunchables, so a Nutri-Grain, a dunkaroo, and oh, probably dunkaroo. Dunkaroo. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted those. I know my mom was the only mom who would let us so have dunkaroos. Lucky. Yeah, single mom, single mom. Uh, and then she married my So, so dad. lucky. Uh, uh, so yeah, it was. And Capri Sun. Uh, oh, everything yeah. that
1: is a sugar box, man. Yeah, I'm not talking about your vagina. <laughs> I bet it's a real sugar box. <laughs> but for the listener, it is. It is. It is. And plein air. <laughs> so yeah, all that
0: crap food is. It's almost like a fetish. Like when I think about it, like how excited we get about Dunkaroos or.
1: Graham have for gushers. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted them. The gum, right? No, it the was like little gum. fruit snacks that had liquid center. And when you bit them, they would gush out In your into mouth. your they mouth. Those don't sound good. Oh, man. They were good. Yeah? Yeah, we had gushers. And soda delicious.
0: <laughs> yep. We were just talking about this. Not we, but other <laughs> we's with you guys
1: weren't there. <laughs> but it was Sally and Graham we're talking about, about those. Fruit by the foot. Fruit roll up. These are all things that I uh, fantasized over, and my mom never let me get them.
2: No, my mom. My mom was freewheeling back then. Was <laughs> it a
1: price thing with your mom, or was it a health thing? Health. She never wanted me to ever have sugar, but she would if I was good. I would get a, a cookie from Terra Breads oh. <laughs> after my piano lesson. So That's
0: I like, like that because it had
1: like sugar crystals on top. Ooh. Sugar you can see. <laughs>
0: yeah. We always had homemade things and. We had Joe Louis all the time.
1: Who's that? And you know you can get them everywhere,
0: but they seem like they're a really big hit in Quebec. It's a they're from Vachon Bakery, which is of course like a factory, not a bakery.
1: Vachon is like a combination of cow and pig. Yeah, it's like cochon. That's and how you bash. feel after you eat a whole box. <laughs> it's
0: really easy. They're quite large, and they're chocolate covered. I think in the states it'd be like a Debbie cake or something like that, okay, like Twinkie wheel kind of like a wagon wheel like they didn't do wagon wheels but very similar they're okay. like a joe louise uh it's
1: like a dream puff
0: oh not like a dream poof, puff poof. poof rev do you remember poof de
2: rev? with my dream puffs i would <laughs> bite the chocolate layer off the so top good. me too suck not bite not remove Suck the marshmallow wow. and then throw the wafer. Away. Whoa. Whoa! What about bold. the jam? No, nope, not a fan. Whoa! So you just wanted the chocolate? I and just wanted the marshmallow.
1: I feel okay. like we could all get analyzed by a therapist of how we ate our snacks. As a I would child. never leave that behind, I never leave a crumb of anything behind.
0: Yeah, even, even if I didn't now, like I it, really...
1: I'd be like, at least I'm getting sugar somehow. Totally, <laughs> always from my grandma's so house.
2: Fanicky, like I because eat... you had
1: so much,
0: yeah. going on. You had such a cool. Lunchbox. I had
2: such a. I had a very pristine sugar palette. <laughs> it was very advanced. <laughs> yeah, I can sugar see that. Sugar palette. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you can giant. see
0: that. Do you still really like like
2: things like that? No, I love savory. Oh. Like I'm, a am a savory person. I'll get I like chocolate. Mm-hmm. Like a little bit of chocolate is good. Ice cream, a little. Like I'm not a big. I'm, my biggest thing is a vanilla Safeway birthday cake. Whoa. Okay, I could eat probably. I could eat an entire one in one sitting. That's with what that gets crazy me going. sugary lard icing. Yes, yeah. Um, but other than that, I'm more of a chips and and yeah, popcorn and I like savory stuff.
1: Yeah, you're a real savory truffle. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I
0: am more of a sweet person because I can have an off switch for savory things and I don't have an off switch for sweet things. Um,
2: yeah, I, like if a bag of chips is open, it will, it will end empty. Like I've never put like...
1: <laughs> you will end it. I will
2: end that bag of chips. <laughs> I have never once like folded it up and put it back in a cupboard. I just waited it out. Yeah, I respect that.
1: I always have a fourth meal, and it's chips. (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes I physically can't put another chip in my body, so I do have to put it away, and it's really sad. But then I get excited when I open the cupboard in the morning because I'm like, chips for breakfast! (laughs) Chip salad! (laughs) Yeah,
0: chips on everything. You can use chips for lots of things as a vehicle for lots of different foods.
2: You yeah. do it all the time. I did it with chili today before I came here. <laughs> Whoa! It's like mm, delicious chili. That's I'm like, gonna make this better. Uh, Scooping it onto potato chips. Fancy order. So good.
0: Yeah. So you've had shitty jobs.
2: mm Hmm. Uh,
0: any particular stories that stick out
2: for you? Yes, I worked at Rogers Video. Ooh, we should have like a scorecard.
1: Yeah. How many people work at Rogers? How many people work at the Bay? How many people work at
2: Rogers? Yeah. Well, I. This is like a, a super. Guest edition because <laughs> my manager, Roger Studio, was former guest Jarrett Evans.
1: Happy anyway. belated birthday, Jarrett. Hi,
2: Jarrett. Hey, Jarrett. Um, <laughs> this Pen. I loved working with Jarrett. Jarrett was so funny. Um, he invented a section that only existed <laughs> at the West Van. Location of Rogers' video. He invented the Criterion collection of course section. He said,
1: "Bless his heart,"
2: because he was in charge of ordering. So he just ordered all of the Criterion's, and they were very expensive. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like it was just like they convinced kind of people who consider themselves intellectuals to shill out $80 for a DVD. I just bought two of Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And they're so expensive. They're so expensive. Shipping was $12 and then I had to pay $18 when they delivered it. What? I know. Ridiculous.
2: Well, Jared beat the system because he just used our work money and ordered all of them and then invented a section and then if anyone ever was like, oh, I love this section, he would get them to, like, say something or maybe write in. Yeah. And then so, like, so, like, could be so because people enjoyed it, no one ever told him to stop. That's just, really
0: smart. Yeah.
2: It was great. He's smart. He's a smart guy. Yeah. And that the best part about working with Jared was that he would, to pass the time, invent band names. <laughs> And concepts for sitcoms, (laughs) and my favorite, and I still remember this. The band names that I that stick out was Mussolini Head Kick, (laughs) good because he had watched a documentary when like the Mussolini statue came down in Italy, and this old widowed grandma with a headscarf, like just like ran up and like (laughs) like, (laughs) kicked the head. That's adorable. And then the other band name was War Widow Bus Pass because after World War II. As like, uh, we're sorry, the Canadian government declared free transit to any woman whose husband had died in combat
1: Wow, for wow. the rest of their life. So you're already clinically depressed. Now get on a <laughs> get steel tube full of
2: sadness. Do you think it was as bad back then? The uh, bus? I don't think so. I really, the, another terrible job I had was that I was a flight attendant. Oh, what?
1: And I almost just spit out my kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest. Okay, first of all, that was not a nightmare. The whole Jarrett stuff. That oh, sorry. Was just, yeah. That was sorry. great. But
2: yeah, this is a retail delight. A retail nightmare.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's an episode forty uh, special. We're just gonna tell great stories. Right.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah. No, that those there's plenty of terrible ones. Um, I'll just say that my favorite sitcom he ever came up with was called Oh That Mambo, which was <laughs> <laughs> just about a retired. Iron beat cop who <laughs> taught mambo classes at the community <laughs> center at night, and his students would like in their conversations would like lead him to like crime happening in the neighborhood. Oh! So then, did
1: you hear? There's been a few break-ins. He'd be like, really? And then, are they dancing the whole time? Like the Left, right, left. <laughs>
2: and then so the episode would start at the dance hall and then he'd solve <laughs> the crime and then like they'd wrap up the episode with a dance routine every it
1: week would, that's a show i would watch Jarrett's an amazing man that's amazing really man. good it,
0: it's i was thinking this week about how the best part about working in retail is all the friends that i've made that i'm still <gasps> friends with yeah like all the nightmares aside there's so many great moments that made life way more livable because of people that i worked with that were so funny the Definitely. funniest people I've ever met are people I've worked with.
2: I, I agree. To me, when I leave a job, the saddest part is knowing that like we'll we'll see each other, but yeah. not like intimately, and you don't even like realize that the intimacy is like growing when you're yeah. have a friend at work. It's just,
1: Until they're inside of you. Until
2: it's like, <laughs> the staff party and it's just like a straight up orgy. And,
1: you're like oh damn it too close
2: uh, <laughs> you know what i mean so you were a flight attendant so i was a flight attendant which um, airline um i was a uh, zoom airlines which was not real <laughs> <laughs> no uh, uh it was out of the uk and it because in Europe it's the best because they have all these discount airlines so this Scottish man was like hey let's do discount to Canada because that'll work. I remember this airline. Yeah and so I had just graduated university and I didn't have any direction and I was working at a restaurant and one of my coworkers was saying that his boyfriend worked for Lufthansa and he loved it and he got yeah. to travel the world. And I was like, that sounds great. And so <laughs> I applied to Air Canada and WestJet and Zoom. And I went with Zoom because if I worked for WestJet or Canada, you didn't even like get to stay in the cities you went to, and if you're starting, you're just flying to like Comox and Kelowna and Calgary and back over and over. But Zoom was a new airline, so they're like, we go to France, in the <laughs> UK. Uh. And I was like, yay! Uh, <laughs> so I loved. I always say I loved that job, but what I mean was I loved. Being in France, four days out of every month, and I hated everything about that job. Okay. Uh, but it was worth it to travel for free and have yeah. free accommodation, and in fact, get paid for being there. But you are a walking trash can when you're <laughs> a flight attendant. Like Do I tell. don't know what <laughs> happens to people, but like people will just hand you garbage if they see you. Like <laughs> <laughs> the entire flight. So I would just be walking up the aisle and and the worst the worst was a woman like handed me a diaper. Oh god. And
1: I was like And there oh. was no baby. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a baby diaper. <laughs>
2: you just, you know, plan yeah, ahead. Is for you. But there was also <laughs> weird, there's always weird sex stuff I find. I mean, like, people are just weird. There's just always weird sex stuff. They're like, every. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at, least, at least she was like, what you weird no, thing. you
0: can't tell them what I'm doing.
1: It's
2: a new tradition. It's so erotic. Because <laughs> it's the fantasy right so um i don't find being in a little
1: tube in the sky that i'm pretty sure i'm gonna die on erotic is it just me yeah but that's a perfect you're you're closed in so you can easily sexually harass somebody else
2: (laughs) true there's nothing
0: they can really do about it
2: it was more like the couples who it's always like no woman would be like hey did you see that filthy closet with a toilet that smells like (laughs) everybody's
1: fart that a (laughs) crying child is sitting three inches away from yeah put it in me right now (laughs) actually i have said that (laughs) a lot
0: so you don't think a woman would instigate the, the mile high club
2: i i never saw it personally
0: yeah, because um, you always
2: saw the guy kind
0: of trying yeah. to get him
2: on. And the girl, like, I don't know if, like, like no, stop. And mm-hmm. then, like, the women I really respected were like, ew, gross. Yeah. And, like, but uh, it's, like, and it's just... I don't want to deal with it. You shouldn't have to. I would rather just ignore it and then pretend it didn't happen, and then everybody gets on with their life. But there was always the in-flight manager. They were always a stickler for the rules. Mm. They were like, they were like, you go deal with that. No. So you'd have to awkwardly be like, knock on the door and be like, "Hello." Uh, just uh, can't have two people in at the same time unless you're assisting. With something which is like they are assisting, yeah, getting with penetration, but
0: with trying to find a position that works, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. in a toilet,
2: (sighs) yeah. So and then you had to stand and like shame them and i don't want to shame people for doing hmm seems you know. like the only perk of that job <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was just all, it, all of it was horrible and then it was just you were just a garbage man and it's <laughs> shocking how filthy people can be in a tiny space in the course of like 10 hours like <sighs> the plane would be pristine and then at the end it looked like spring break had happened <laughs> oh on gosh. that plane and it was just mild manner people watching X too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> listening Always to X
1: Men
0: too. One of my favorite Instagram accounts is Passenger Shaming. Have oh, you seen it? No, guys. Uh, this is my this is my not paid for advertisement for the Instagram <laughs> account Passenger Shaming. <laughs> Definitely follow them. I am disgusted by the things I see on planes, but it's amazing what uh, people that work for airlines have to go through in terms of how much body they see of people, shoes coming off. Oh yeah. Like I can't feet on chairs, like all the way up on chairs, like bent over,
1: dicks in the air, dicks up, dicks down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is weirdly how this train of thought started for me. Was he's like, was the bus as bad back in the day? Right, and there was always on the crew some woman who had been a flight attendant since the sixties. Right. And would talk about the golden era. And it really was like the way she described flight travel in the sixties was like the great Gatsby. Like, <laughs> like there's just champagne and everybody was dressed in a ball gown and like like and it was it, special. It, it was special. Mm-hmm. It is not special at all. No. And like and like I watched a man in a suit Get to his seat, open his bag, change out of his suit into his pajamas in the plane. In the plane, so he he got all the way down to his underpants. Like yeah, like he held up the aisle while he changed. <gasps> oh my god! Into gosh. his pajamas and then uh, <laughs> hung the suit on the suit rack and handed it to me. Like, could you hang this for me? Wow! And then went to sleep. And then before we landed, he came back and got his suit and then changed back into his suit. For
1: landing that oh my gosh that's disgusting been, yeah. like Forrest Gump or something <laughs> Someone it was Tom Hanks yeah he was he was probably <laughs> Tom Hanks. Hanks doing method work for Forrest Gump that's insane. All I yeah. want to do when I'm on a plane is just be as small as possible. Totally. But also turn my scarf into a blanket somehow because I'm always freezing on a plane. They're always. And then just when you land, it's so hot and gross. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's another uh, pro tip. Never accept a blanket that's not in a wrapper. Yeah, because they don't because wash them right. Sex juice is on those blankets Ew. for sure. Because that's what people do. They like cover themselves in the blanket and then they do HJs. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs>
1: There's nothing people wrong are with animals, plane. you guys. I don't like,
0: I don't like it. I don't like this thing where people are like, it's okay to have sex around people. No. And uh, I don't think it's fair.
2: The other thing too is that I feel like there's a community of people who are also like, oh, you want to have sex in front of people? That is something that I enjoy too. Yeah. Let's form this club. Let's go to this weird dungeon party. There should be yeah. a section
1: of the plane for like watchers. <laughs> <laughs> no plane's big enough. There, no, it's just the, the last four aisles and just the back bathroom and then all the people <laughs> who just want to like piss the reverse in the of, of the sky of first class.
0: Yeah. 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 Sex dungeon
1: class.
2: <laughs> yeah. Or just start a airline for those people. <sighs>
0: That's a brilliant idea. Yeah. Can you imagine all the hand sanitizer?
2: <laughs> you just have to spray. What yeah. would the
0: <laughs> outfits look like for the, the flight attendants? Hmm. They should be hazmat suits, not
1: something sexy. <laughs> no, oh, not, but not People would find that sexy, too. But with a Everybody giant does- thong over. Some- <laughs> 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 but they pull up over their shoulders as yeah. a joke. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like Yay. a bra and underwear together. Yeah. <laughs> but then you're super bulky underneath. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's oh. that's hot, but also practical.
2: But I weirdly had a different nightmare in mind. Go for it. To Roger's video. And at the time, it was a nightmare. But I think about this at least twice a month. Whoa. With a big smile on my face. Because in <laughs> retrospect, it's one of the most delightfully weird thing, things that's ever happened. So at Roger's video, it was in Westman. And a, a big theme would... Like, couples would come in, they clearly had a few cocktails, and then they, like, would drive, and <sighs> they would, let's get a video. So we got, like, tipsy people all the time. And myself and another girl were talking, and I think we are just making fun of Enya just like enya enya well senior. you've come
0: to the wrong house i'm <laughs> a huge enya fan enya's great she's come an amazing on. person i
2: was making fun of her because i had spent <laughs> ages 5 to 17 doing modern dance oh me too oh, and, cool. and enya was always it was always to enya oh yeah. that must be well, destructive enya, we
1: would always do like the relaxation and the warm-up to enya and oh, then yeah. i would always fall asleep <laughs> it's like a guided meditation to enya <laughs>
2: Our our choreographer Anna Wyman was huge Enya fan, so I did. I spent my youth in unitards <laughs> dancing to Watermark or oh. Bordecai or <laughs> all of the staples. Um, so I was just over her at this
0: point. Fair enough. I'm sorry that I I jumped to that conclusion. I raised my voice. I'm sorry to the listeners, and I'm sorry to Lauren. It's I'm sorry okay. to Jessica.
2: It's okay. There's no way you could have known. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You should have been doing Modern
1: Dance with me. We did it to the talking heads.
2: See, I would have welcomed <laughs> That's Enya only cool. for
1: warm up and cool down.
2: <sighs> no, it was all Enya all the time. I, I know her full catalog. I can tell you what color Unitard I was wearing to whatever song. <laughs> so we we're talking about Enya, and this woman who's like clearly tipsy came up and she was like, How? dare you (laughs) (laughs) much like alicia tobin just did i'm sorry (laughs) Uh, and she was like i love enya (laughs) she said enya has gotten me through some really (laughs) difficult periods in my life (laughs) and then before we could say anything she went Who can say where the road goes? (laughs) And we both stared at her, and then she sang the entire song. Oh my God. And she didn't really know the lyrics, and she was kind of drunk. So she, instead of, I don't know what the actual lyric is, but she would go. Kika Yaga Kika Yaga Ho Yo 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 And like like so for five minutes my friend and I were just paralyzed <laughs>
0: It's amazing! Well, this
2: kind of drunk woman <laughs> <laughs> sang Olive at this song, and then she gave us her video, and I'll never forget this because she was renting <laughs> "bringing down the house" with <laughs> Queen Latifah and Steve Martin. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it was so uncomfortable and weird, and I felt like and I felt awful. I was so embarrassed for her, but like I think about it all the time, and it always makes me happy.
1: That's really good. That just yeah. triggered a retail nightmare of my own. Oh, please. oh, What is it? It was from working at the video store, and a customer came up and sang a song to me and insisted that he like had to sing the entire song, and I didn't know what song it was. Oh. And it was on Halloween, and he was dressed up. He had a little fake stuffed bunny like a little oh, no not a, like a taxidermied bunny but just like <laughs> a little stuffed animal and he was wearing a black coat and a black hat and he came and he sang the song in Japanese and he did like multiple verses and i just stood there and he was like you don't know what i'm doing and i was like sir Can I help you? (laughs) He's like, it was from this Kurosawa movie that I had seen, but he was being so weird that I would never have guessed (laughs) that he was the old man from Ikiru. Anyway, he was... Did you ever get customers like this who, like, really wanted to let you know that they were intellectuals and they were like, yes all they the would time. you know they'd they'd ask for movies in the french name and you'd be like okay none of the movies are entered into our database under french names like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry like can you please tell me the name in english yeah he was one of those guys but he took it as far as learning the entire song from this old japanese black and white movie from the 50s and then being like i'm gonna go impress the video store girl
2: and i was like it is sorry buddy i mean it's such a recurring theme that like when you work somewhere people really do assume that you are an expert like if you worked at a video store they're like you must be a connoisseur or a student (laughs) of film um and it's just the disappointment they feel when they realize that you you like you like movies but you don't Not as much as they do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing was, I had even seen this movie and I've
2: watched a ton
1: of Japanese movies. He was just being such a creep that I was like, I'm not, I'm trying to ignore you.
2: And that's a common thing too for creeps though, right? Like you go to a store and you assume the women who work there have similar interests. It's like, you know, dating options for creeps. Yeah. (laughs) Super creeps.
1: People would come in and they'd be like, have you seen this movie? And I'd say... No, because they'd be holding up, you know, Legally Blonde 2 or whatever. I wish I had been in there at the same time. He'd be like, yeah, I've seen it. It's not bad. I enjoyed it. You know, they made a musical. Not that there's anything wrong with that movie, but I just haven't seen it. And then they'd hold up another movie and be like, have you seen this one? I'd be like, no, sorry, I haven't. And they're like, well, have you seen anything? You chose two random films out of a catalog (laughs) of tens of thousands. I'm so sorry. I've only seen a couple thousand of them.
2: That always irritated me, especially at restaurants, too, because people will always be like, well, what do you like? And it's like, no, I'm here five days a week. I've eaten everything a bazillion times. I don't I like anything. at all." Yeah, Don't ask me. Don't make me lie. And
0: you're like, I like 20% tips. <laughs> I like eating chips at home. With chili. My retail nightmare is I'm a bit of a germ phobe. Um, not to – I don't want to discredit people who have actual OCD-related germphobia. I don't have that, but I'm, I am am grossed out by certain things, and I have worked in a couple of stores that sell earrings,
1: mm. and
0: people would just come in and put the earrings into their ear hole. What? <gasps>
2: Which they're not, are not allowed. legally allowed no. to do. And no. then so
0: we'd say, you can't do that. They're like, why? I don't have any diseases. And I'm like, well, because it's against the law.
1: That would be like if you went to the drugstore and tried on a tampon.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> it's like they, The same people are right now trying on bathing suits without underwear.
1: <sighs> I wore two pairs of underwear when I on bathing suits. One <laughs> over the carefully. bathing suit. Yeah, a thong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe people would do that. That's why you always have little mirrors next to. Yes, you can hold them up. Hold them up and just use your imagination. And people, even after I'd say, no, please don't do that, I'd see them still slipping it into their (laughs) ear hole. Like, (laughs) while they're making eye contact with you the whole time.
2: (laughs) I mean, like traditionally, we played real fast and loose with ear health at malls and retail in ge- in general. That's yeah. where I got
1: my ears pierced. It's,
2: everyone has. Everybody with a went gun. to Arden or Claire's <laughs> yeah. with another teenager.
1: I think it took like
0: shining. eight years for these
1: holes to heal.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> like your body doesn't want that to happen. To
2: no.
1: It. no, especially like, when you're a baby. <laughs>
2: Oh,
0: yeah. How do you feel about that, having ears pierced as a baby?
2: Not for it at
0: all. Seems like it. I think there's, there may be some cultural things around that, so I don't know. Yes. But in terms of just um, a person that that's not a cultural thing for... A cultural... Please no.
2: ...beautiful, uh, maybe it's ceremonial or anything like that. And at the same great. time, I'm maybe not, like give it a miss. <laughs>
1: it's, maybe it's, just wear clip-ons for the first six years. I
0: was only allowed to wear clip-ons because my dad... Was really really not on board with getting my ears pierced. I got them pierced when I was nine or eleven. But he bought me these beautiful clip-on earrings for my sixth birthday. I still have one. Uh-huh. Um, but my parents probably didn't realize that my ears are as thick as bagels. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like someone just cut a bagel in half and then stuck it on either side of my head. So every clip-on earring is like torture. Boop. Yeah, oh, it really just good. hurts so much. But I put them on for like a half an hour. and am like, look how beautiful my ears are turned bright red. Yeah. I'm like these are. I'm so pretty. Oh oh oh. <laughs> yeah. oh.
1: The bonds are evil, and I still have so many. I
0: have a beautiful pair of vintage ones, and I was just looking at them thinking, gosh, I should re-gift these.
1: You can put them on shoes. Make them little true. Shoe, no. gems. <laughs> shoe gems.
0: I <laughs> like that.
2: So, Lauren. Yes. I heard you have another retail nightmare for us. I do. So I left Roger's Video, I remember I gave my notice to Jarrett, and I was like, I can't work at a video store anymore. We're not going to make that
0: TV show together? Yeah.
2: <laughs> I gotta go. Oh my God. I was like, you know, I can't work at a Roger's Video anymore. I'm going to get into the world of fashion. And- <laughs> classic, classic mistake. <laughs> and so I got a job at a store called Mac and Jack oh yeah do you remember mac and jack yeah they had mac and jack and they had kenzie which is like 13s uh and they were only carried at the bay at a couple other stores but then they opened a store at park royal in west van and i got a job there cool and it was awful for many reasons um it was delightful for the first reason. A very musical-themed nightmares for me this night. But <laughs> there was uh, Yolanta, and she was from Poland, and she was a keyholder. She was delightful. Uh, and she had this like gorgeous accent, and she was like, I don't like the music they play or they make us listen to. I like smooth jazz. Whoa. <laughs> and she... Found on the satellite radio a smooth jazz channel, and then she danced seductively oh. for me for, like, a good five minutes. Just, oh, like, nice. feel the rhythm. And it was, like, very really, really sexually overwhelming for, like, an 18-year-old to witness
1: <laughs> this. How do you even dance to jazz? Just like, sexually, I
2: just guess. Sexually.
0: <laughs> just
1: sexually. Like,
0: Sporadically. answers my question.
2: Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> a lot of neck moves. <laughs> shoulder, shoulder shimmies. Whoa. Yeah. The classic Liza Minnelli cabaret <laughs> choreography. Slow okay.
1: down. I can see it now.
2: Um, Smooth down. Smooth <laughs> <laughs> uh, down. And the owner was uh, an unpleasant woman. <laughs> <laughs> so tactful (laughs) maybe she's listening maybe she's a (laughs) fan I don't know um and she she had really unrealistic sales goals for all of us the store had just opened nobody knew this store we had not built relationships with nobody
0: knew that as a brand name back then
2: (laughs) at all no and um and like I remember like my first sales goal was $1,300 for a day which for the prices made sense, but not Another for volume. the traffic coming in. And the clothes were were awful. There were a couple of nice pieces, but I remember this mohair. It was like a mohair sweater <laughs> that like, she you had asked a six-year-old child to decoupage. Oh, no. Like... Patchwork of their favorite things on, too. So it was a <laughs> turquoise blue mohair sweater with butterflies and kites. far far And, like, like, sewn on. And it was $120. At least. At least. And so we were not doing well selling. And so this woman came back and was like, okay we'd have to revamp the whole store. So she just made us like re- revamp everything and like make the displays more intense <laughs> and like, <laughs> like impact marketing. And then she brought in a copy of Vogue and she was like, I really want you guys to push how edgy and avant-garde, like we weren't at all. The clothing is we've been featured in Vogue and so she opened, so she left the Vogue, and Yolanta was slipping through, and she's like, was no mention of us. <laughs> and then, so Yolanda and I, like, page by page went through the Vogue and finally found that they had taken an ad in Vogue, right? and that ad bankrupted the company, so it only lasted another <laughs> six months, because they were like, impact marketing, Vogue, and, like crappy clothes yeah. <laughs> like no one was like why don't we make the product better it was just like let's market this
0: yeah one uh wow <laughs> i know yeah. that line because it was used as filler for the store i worked in in yaletown kenzie we brought in kenzie and because it was so like it was so affordable compared to the other stuff in the store, but everything was made out of synthetics and acrylic. Yeah. Yeah. And then I do remember that they also got sued, and I wonder if it happened after that ad or there was some there was a cease and desist on their name because it was too much like Kenzo, a very Ooh, famous yeah. higher end line. Yeah. So something changed there too, and I don't know what happened.
2: Yeah. It was it was odd. It was like Oh no! I told that
0: bo- boring factoid about no, that line. But, but it, it
2: was such a weird line of clothing because it was for like you know, in every sitcom and every movie when they're like frumpy librarian and they put her in like, <laughs> like 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 a like a pink sweater with like weird stuff on it and cords. Yeah, that was the entire line, and yet they were forcing us to like use this dialogue with customers of like everybody in New York. Is wearing this. <laughs> <laughs> but they – oh, that's amazing. Yeah, we would always – like one of the
0: lines we had was made in Paris. And as soon as you said that, people's eyes would light up. And I'm like, it's still covered in like – it's still like extremely expensive and it's very dressy and there's really no place to wear it in Vancouver. But it's from Paris.
1: you are like, oh, the it, city full of racist people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Is it made of croissants?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Oh, uh, and yeah. And there's a lot of terrible clothes in Paris. Like, when I was a flight attendant, I would go, like, a lot. I would just stay in the city all day. And, like, it's very – it's not as France – it's not as Paris as you think it is. It's very corporate now. Like, everything is in the world. But, like, over the years, like – an old, beautiful storefront with an independent fashion line is now a and superstore. Oh, so like, I want to go. Yeah, like, right? And I I'm like—I'm all for it. Like, <laughs> like, get my and Daz. Yeah, walk. <laughs> get angry at the Louvre when they say, ma'am, throw out your hug and dog. Yeah. <laughs> throw the Louvre. It at throw it at the Mona Lisa. Go <laughs> back yeah. <to> <laughs> yeah. That was, oh, that was another nightmare, but not really from being a flight attendant, is that you could go to the market next to the hotel and for like eight pounds total you could get a bottle of wine, a wheel of cheese and a baguette oh. and then the challenge was to finish it before you had to get on the plane because you couldn't bring it back with you. <laughs> and there was always that moment where it's like you've eaten so much of this delicious brie or camembert or whatever it is this big wheel and you have you like throw it in the garbage and you're like ah that thought always crossed my mind being like i could do it i can eat the whole thing before i have to leave and <laughs> i never could you buy could. half of a wheel yeah no can do <laughs> <laughs> you cannot buy a half wheel that's not how they do it you right. want a stale half
1: wheel come on <laughs> <laughs> gotta no. get that frouche frouche wheel frouche cheese, che- cheese fromage fromage frouche,
0: frouche. <laughs> Fray? S'il vous plaît.
1: Mm. De rien. De rien. <laughs> de rien. On Next va manger du fromage ensemble. <laughs> Jeudi. <laughs>
0: oui. Dimanche. <Divondes. Vendredi>. Demain. <laughs> Et la, la journée après euh, demain, euh, c'est vendredi.
1: <laughs> ben.
2: <laughs> oh. Je t'aime. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Thank you.
1: Salut. Mm. Poor salut. Oh, delicious cheese.
2: Combien de fromage. Algeron?
1: Oui. Pour le fromage. Ah, yeah. uh, trop.
2: <laughs> <laughs> trop, yes.
0: Ah, oui. Bon. Bon. <laughs> Self-help corner? Sure.
2: All right. Hey! Leave yourself corner. Send in your questions. Don't take this advice.
1: Okay, at least I have a self help question. Teach me French better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sure. We could practice. We have a French day. Once no, in I'm, a
1: month. I mean, like. Um french kissing mm. <laughs> can you we are always trying to french kiss start me? with your can. hand use use like start with your hand on the other person's mouth yeah <laughs> <Just> <laughs> shove it in there yeah. get ready for See
2: it to that their tongue energy <laughs> like where's their tongue energy at
1: is their tongue energy like a smooth jazz That's- or an enya <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah it could be a bit of a both oh. yeah and a little corn
1: Oh, no, you and then a lot corn. of corn. I thought you meant like, a lot of corn. Baby, but then back to smooth jazz. I thought you meant like, <laughs> and then back to anya baby corn. Ew, baby corn. <laughs> and I was like, what if their tongue's like a baby corn? Oh. Ew,
0: like really bumpy. Teal and breaker. also like, an actual baby corn. And it
1: comes in a can.
0: <laughs> oh man. I don't even know what to say now. <laughs> All right, so we have a couple of really good questions and of course a question from Rob, which we won't answer.
1: Um, <laughs> Rob, you've been cut off.
0: Okay, so from Rez. I always want to write, but when I have time, my mind is too busy or I'm exhausted, so I end up doing nothing. Uh, I would say just schedule in maybe once or twice a month a date with a friend where you both go out and write together. My friend Jasmine gave me that idea. We're doing it Thursday.
2: That's great. Or
1: set an alarm on your phone when you know you're not going to be doing anything else and then set five alarms on your phone (laughs) and each of them has a little memo on it that's more and more
2: intense?
1: Uh, yeah, like come on asshole, <laughs> don't put me off, you know you need to do this you know you want to do this, don't procrastinate doing something you want to do but because that's a real problem, I think a lot of people have, I yeah, have it for sure,
0: I have it, I have so many projects on the go, but oh. I would much rather watch Border Security <laughs> yeah, for sure, who wouldn't, you're not, I'm not such a good show, um, except for I'm really concerned, the one I'm contributing to when I watch it
2: <laughs> I I it it's hard for me to start, but once I start, I could I just last forever. Oh, and that's I think great. starting Are we
0: still talking about sex? Yeah, <laughs>
2: obviously. She can go forever. I do. Oh, a sexual camel if you will.
0: <laughs> oh. How back many
2: pumps?
1: <laughs> One or two. Two pumps. <laughs> two <laughs> pumps, <laughs> two <laughs> pump, Lauren. Oh, um, All right, back
0: go on
2: anyways <laughs> so now <laughs> so it's all gonna be sex in my head <laughs> sorry think, yeah okay think, think a... of this think of this as my big sex metaphor it's hard once, once I start then I'm fine so um I just like I just treat myself see this is all sexual I just treat myself real good uh I I I make myself as comfortable <laughs> Do you put a pillow under your back?
1: <laughs> what about one of those little wedge pillows you oh, can yeah. order from the back of a magazine?
2: Uh, <laughs> ah, save your money. <laughs> Couch cushions will suffice. <laughs>
0: um,
1: All right. Next <laughs> question.
0: So you know it's a- Pair of assholes. Okay. So
1: <laughs> to get this straight, it's hard at the beginning (laughs) and then you treat yourself good
2: (laughs) just relax and
1: then you can go all night
2: (laughs) yeah here this is what i wanted to say uh don't judge yourself because it, it is terrible what you're writing at first the first draft it is terrible and i used to do that too like i'd be like so unhappy with what i just wrote that it would be discouraging but just accept that what you're writing is terrible but it will get better and that'll be when it's more enjoyable that was a
0: sex metaphor. <laughs> Great. Great work, guys. All right. Next question Um, from Jacob on Twitter. How do I avoid all the cheap Easter candy? Uh, I have a trick. Just don't eat any of it at all. It's so addictive and so delicious and brightly foiled and delicious. And also it's made with uh, palm kernel oil, which is contributing to the deforestation of certain parts of the world and the extinction of orangutans. So if that helps you. Also,
1: it's all milk chocolate at Easter, and that stuff doesn't even taste like chocolate, guys. Yeah, it tastes like sugar. It's I great. got news for you: <laughs> go get the real stuff. It costs about seven dollars per bar, <laughs> but it's amazing, so lovely, and it's fair and it lasts trade. Longer,
2: just, and it, it's more satisfying. The biggest problem—it yeah, wouldn't even have palm kernel oil in it. The, that's the thing. The, the problem with cheap candy is, is that like it, it's, it doesn't satisfy. So you just keep eating. it. Yeah, that's a really good point. So but, treat yourself to high quality chocolate, and you won't have to worry about it because your body just naturally is like, oh, I know what this is. This came from the ground seemingly, and there's <laughs> not a million chemicals in it. So yeah. I know when to stop.
1: And you only need a few squares a day. You yeah. can have a bar that will last all week. Yeah, if true. you're if, if you're good.
2: The other thing too is uh, make a list for your shopping, and you're not allowed any extras and consider that when you're making the list and that that was for me because I would impulse all the chips and I would impulse buy when I was at the supermarket and so I just started like yeah, like, Wheel but of like free create, like <laughs> nail polish a novel like, yeah. like <laughs> some cool pens like and so I just now I make a list I'm in and I'm out. The end. That's really smart. Yeah, Good advice guys. Lists are always Much the better best than your other idea.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really got weird there. <laughs> um, this is from Andy Karlstrom, a person that I love. He moved. You know Andy. He's a papo. He's a papo, All right. Uh, he'd like to know how to wear a hat. I don't know if I cover up that face, buddy. Oh no, it's a gorgeous face face. and great Great, hair, great hair, great hair. But I think if he could pull off any kind of hat, he could do one of those kind of Irish caps, like a real one. (gasps) Yeah, like my my grandpa. Yeah, he looked really nice in
2: that. My grandpa's actual name was Patrick (laughs) O'Brien.
1: Legitimately, he was Patty O'Brien.
2: Oh. And he had one, and it was he never left the house without it. It was like this ritual. He would go to the door, he'd put on his trench coat, and then the last thing he would do, he would check his keys, his wallet, and then he would put his hat on. And then Um. he'd go out into the world. Um, And I think Annie Kallstrom is a very similar lovely energy to Patty O'Brien. And I would, yeah, I would recommend Irish Cat.
0: Yeah, I think it would be nice. We have one last question. It's from Sophie Buttle, past guest, future brat, um, (laughs) forever brat. How do I learn to clean without becoming a grown up? Well, Sophie, uh, if you want a clean house, just start cleaning it. And also, you should grow
1: up.
2: It's time to grow up.
1: Use a toothbrush, prison style. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah. Why don't you create a fantasy where it's like, (laughs) like prison yard, (laughs) and like this is your punishment. You got to clean this place with a toothbrush, and then that way it's like an it's like a piece of theater. And it's nothing to do with maturity.
1: Or you could just put on a pair of high heels and then sweep your apartment and dust everything and then pretend that you're on a webcam for for a billionaire somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know when I started becoming like a tidier
0: person. I certainly wasn't 20. Oh, I know. I would never...
1: no. Have I, a podcast where people come over to your house once a week. Yeah. And they'll they'll that's it. a that's, great incentive. Company. <laughs> and and then, actually, yeah.
0: Company is a great way to keep yeah. your house clean. Yeah. I always have people popping in, so my house is pretty clean. Yeah. yeah. Because I'm mortified if people see anything.
1: Well, Alicia got here 10 minutes early. I know, because I'm always late. So she saw how messy it was 10 minutes before I expect people to get here. Yeah, there's like sweaters everywhere. I didn't notice. It's like... I did try to put on a sweater, but then you got mad. <laughs> well, that was a sweater
0: vest. <laughs> So that was Alicia's self-help corner. Uh, want to do pop of the week? Yeah. 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 Do you have a puppo?
2: I have a puppo. All right. So I just moved. I moved in with very good friend and talented actor, comedian essay. And we, I, we live in a basement suite of a Vancouver special. I've never had the pleasure before. Those are roomy. They're roomy, and after a string of terrible, terrible apartments over the last six years, it's clean, and the landlord maintains it. There was a guy like washing all of the cement and fences today, like that he hired oh, and- nice
1: with a toothbrush with a toothbrush
2: prison <laughs> style. <laughs> Sophie, get on that. And it's just lovely, and it's at it's uh it, it's in a part of town that's a little further out. It's closer to Burnaby, okay, but it's got that beautiful view of the three mountains mm-hmm. and downtown. And it's just I we went to the park today and I walked around and figured out the neighborhood. I just love it,
0: awesome.
2: And so, but it's Vancouver special and it has the classic two lions. Oh, it has the classic two lions. And on the day I went over to drop off my check. There was a third lion, and that third lion is Mia the Chow, who lives upstairs, uh, and so you got the two lions, and then you open the gate, and Mia sits on hot days. She sits out front because it's nice and shady, and she's got her water, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter who you are, she wags her tail when we come up, but she's, she's a mature lady. <laughs> she doesn't have a lot of energy so she just waits for you to come to her and she's always really happy when you do but she doesn't get up i <laughs> love it she just stays and she wakes her tail and she looks at you and that's you go over and you give her love and you check in and she's always there usually when i'm leaving or like coming home so we have like our daily check-in and she's just a chill mighty lion dog and i love her that's awesome
0: That's great. That's a great score to have a dog.
1: Dog popo. Yeah.
0: How about you, Jess?
1: Well, I was originally going to say it's the pair of crows that are making a nest in the building next to mine who I've made first contact with and I've started feeding because I want to be best friends with them. Yeah. But then when you came over, there was a crazy bird of prey that was on my balcony and then it went onto the tree right across from my balcony and we just stared at it and I looked it up to see what it might be and i think it's a falcon
0: it was beautiful
1: so uh, i'm now worried about all the squirrels out there
0: yeah you maybe also be worried about the crows i think the crows are okay they seem to be about the same size at the moment
1: there's also blue jays out there too that
2: blue jays making a nest little backyard you have that intense Like, on the scale of Birds of Prey. Like, I feel like... They're smaller? ...are the most intense. Yeah. Yeah.
0: An eagle wouldn't even fit in between these apartment buildings. No.
2: No. I,
1: I think it's a falcon. I don't know. I googled it. It seemed small. I thought maybe it was... It looked quite big to me, Yeah, and when I it, think flew it was away. a young bird. Yeah, when it flew away, its wingspan was impressive.
0: Ooh. Yeah. It was gorgeous. It was so majestic. And never... it looked like he was growing because his legs were huge. That's one thing I noticed. like He had like all those like, furry <laughs> feather bloomers. His legs went
1: all the way up. They
2: went all the way Just up. so
0: much muscle diff. He was, the, he was like <laughs> the best colors, too, like yellow and white and gray.
2: I've never actually seen a falcon. As I said earlier, I, I love fantasy and they're like there's always a dude with a falcon and if you're going on an adventure get a guy with a falcon because like yeah
1: it it actually my cab driver tonight has a falcon (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it reminded me actually of the cover of a fantasy book that i read when i was a kid where it's uh, a bird of prey sitting on a a cluster of crystals and then there's a crest on the crystals so it looked exactly I like that. I want to that. read that book. It's written by a lady, and it's like set in Arthurian time.
2: <gasps> is it The Mists of Avalon? Is no. it that Marion Zimmer? No, that was a great series. That was like a very feminist interpretation. What's it called? The Mists of Avalon. The Mists of this Avalon. This is part
1: of like a quadrilogy, I think.
2: Ooh,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna find out what it okay. is.
2: Okay, The Mists of Avalon was like they made it into a movie. Yeah, the movie wasn't great. The, The books were really good. It was basically like Morgan Le Fay wasn't evil. She was just a lady who was powerful. And everybody had a problem with that. (laughs) King Arthur's Court.
1: I need to find out what this book is now. Uh, I seem to remember finding it recently because i wanted to look it up for a potential tattoo idea
2: yeah but i don't remember <laughs> can what we get for. matching tattoos oh i'll read God. the book matching tattoos i
1: only get matching tattoos so yes but Done. I, there's one person actually loren
2: Ooh.
1: is ahead of you because we're gonna get matching crystal tattoos
0: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh. should i do my Peppa while you check it out please yeah. my Peppo is peanut Abby Shimka's mom's dog who I get to look after this weekend. And he is a chihuahua and I don't understand how he is built. His hind legs are so much smaller than his front legs and he's like a very he's like a, a stuffed toy that's just shaped like you know that sushi that's covered in soy it's really good. Anari. Yeah, the Inari roll. Yeah. He looks like an Inari roll <laughs> with legs. Just a little bean pocket. It's like a bean pocket. And he's not like other chihuahuas. He's not yappy. Um, he's super brave. I think he's killed snakes before. And he's small. He can't weigh more than seven pounds. So I'm looking forward to hanging out with him because he's yeah. he just likes to hang out and be around people. And when he doesn't feel like walking, he just stops walking, which I really respect.
2: Oh, that's yeah. great.
1: I wish I had the guts to do that it's
2: so assertive
1: i saw a dog
0: on granville street who just stopped at this at the light and he's huge and did not get back up and this drunk beautiful woman was like your dog's the greatest <laughs> uh to this kind of conservative looking man and he's like yeah she's pretty great and i was like man
1: this is the greatest
0: It's that the it's beginning
1: like, of a yeah com? for a moment
0: i thought they were meeting each
1: other because um, she was so cute it was yeah Must love dogs too <laughs>
2: All of the elements for rom-com are there. The wild child drunk woman. Yeah. The well put together stodgy business, And then this kind of old grouchy dog. And an old grouchy dog. Yeah. That's like what must love dogs should have been. Right. But then it was what it was. I'm sorry.
1: i found out what the book is okay it's called the crystal cave by mary stewart
2: i have read that series too (laughs) it is also amazing (laughs) and it's got a little falcon sitting on a
1: crystal so
2: great for further reference if it's about king arthur i've probably read it
0: (laughs) so lauren if people want to find you Mm. after they listen to the podcast they want to see you perform they want to find you online and see if you're funny uh which you are where would they look
2: (laughs) uh you can see me at vancouver theater Sports League. Uh, that is an improv company in Vancouver. Uh, it's on Granville Island. And Ooh, beautiful Granville Island. Beautiful Granville. Tourist Gym. <laughs> Granville Island. Uh, you can go to the website, vtsl.com, and it's like cast lists, So if you want to come to a show that I'm on, you can accommodate that. If you're like nuts to her, but that place seems cool, you can come to a show that I'm not casted on. That's cool, too. Everybody there is super great. Also, uh, I'm on Twitter. I'm at Lauren underscore McGibbon. There's a 17 year old Lauren McGibbon from America who hates me and she's really mean. (gasps) What? And she sends me private messages all the time on Twitter and Instagram being like, I hate that we have the same name. Uh, yeah, I am. So there's another Lauren McIver who hates me. She's harassing you. So, so who harasses me? And like, she's, like Jesus Christ! Yes, yeah, Tom Tom Hill, local comedian in Vancouver, has offered that we do a show at a theater where we call her out and like pack it full of people and try and like get her to Skype us and like hash it out live <laughs> at a show. That's wow. insane. It's insane. And she's like this like beautiful. You just wait
0: till she's eighteen.
2: Well, then And we'll, we'll have some
0: words then we'll yeah.
2: go for drinks
1: in quebec yeah. <laughs> is that where she is i don't know
2: she's no, american she's for sure oh, yeah. american
0: um, i was like i can actually then deal with it <laughs>
2: yeah. i'll be going again in february so don't add her cause she's a jerk doesn't deserve your likes uh so it's lauren underscore and then i can't remember what my instagram is but if you find me on twitter then you can find my instagram too perfect yeah Thanks for being a great
0: guest, Jessica. Anything you want to talk about motions?
1: I'd like to talk about uh, <laughs> the judicial system. And no, I don't have anything. <laughs> to like, I was like, oh shit! Gonna... No, no, no! <laughs> Such a boring man. Name. <laughs> no, I don't have anything. Yeah, me either. Follow me on Twitter. I tweet like once a week. You're great at it. And then I go on Instagram like once a month.
0: Yeah, yeah. Follow Friday. <laughs> follow favorite friday (laughs) same you know guys know where to find me and my next show is until april 22nd it's gonna be great it's almost already almost sold out so
1: it's gonna be everyone's gonna have a weed hangover from 420 yeah so yeah it's gonna gonna be be crazy fun send us your retail nightmares at retail nightmares podcast at gmail.com that'd be great guys you
0: good i'm good all right i'm good okay bye. bye